the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during the show. And that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is, since we are uh, so close to Christmas, uh, we thought we'd do Bible trivia. All right? Now, we do have a special guest today, Jay Tenenbaum of Scottsdale Mortgage Investments. Jay, welcome to the Best of Investing. Thanks, Edward. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. So I've known Jay now for, uh, gosh, it'll be, it'll, it, it's two years now. I think. That's yeah, no, correct. Yeah. yeah, November yeah. 2021. So we, we've done some uh, good business together. And I thought, okay, I got to get this guy on because he's got to share with the audience <laughs> what he's doing. Um, so tell us a little bit about Scottsdale Mortgage Investments and, and what you're doing. So Scottsdale Mortgage Investments um, is a hedge fund that was started uh, in 2018. Um, we acquire uh, distressed mortgage loans um, all over the country. Um, we've done probably... Oh, we, we've, I've, I've been in this business since 2013. Um, I joined Sandy uh, Birchberg, my business partner, in 2018, and uh, joined Scottsdale, who's a LLC that he already formed in 2017. And um, we've done probably you know, well over close to a thousand transactions. Probably I've lost track of how much uh, you know transaction value we've done. Currently, we've got probably 130 plus assets, about 30, 30 million or so under management. Okay. And generally, you're buying discount. You don't originate mortgages, right? You're buying them in the secondary right. market. Okay. Yeah. And and are they all distressed or are there some that are just thrown into into a, a big pile? Um, when we buy a portfolio, there may be a portfolio mix where there may be some loans that are performing, yes. But our forte, our expertise is buying distressed mortgages that are in default, yes. We have okay. our loss mitigation team is in-house. So we are pretty effective. We do a very good job. Uh, really, our, our, our charge is to keep the borrowers in their home. I'm um, trying to get a loan mod done with a borrower, but not often, uh, not, not always will the borrower get out of their own way and allow us to have that communication or yeah. have the ability to make it, you know, strike a deal. Okay. Um why would well who who are your sellers? Sellers are based primarily hedge fund relationships that I've developed over the ten years that I've been in this business. Um, okay. Essentially, what happens is uh, mortgages get originated by you know traditional banks, you know Bank of America, Wells Fargo, you know X Y Z mortgage company, blah blah blah. Um, they get sold on the secondary market five minutes later. Great, um, and when they go into default. Those pools are typically uh, traded by or auctioned off by HUD, Freddie, Fannie, um, Jeannie sometimes. Um, and 
you know, your large, large, large hedge funds, Goldman Sachs, et cetera, will buy, will be this, more successful at bidding against this stuff and it costs capital you know, cheaper. And, um, but they're trading it as a commodity. So five minutes later, they'll trade it to some hedge fund A who buys it for a few basis points, more than what Goldman paid for it. And ultimately, it trickled down over the course of time um, to hedge funds like ourselves. Um, nobody from the time that, that HUD auctioned it off, let's say, to, uh, to get to us, has anybody really effectively worked it? Um, they, there's, there's been instances where the, you know, nobody's ever spoken to the borrower in the four or five years as long as they traded around as a commodity, right? Um, that's why, again, it's, we're pretty effective at what we do because, gee, we pick up a phone and call somebody and just, you know, and, and, if, and if the borrower, you know, has a clue, then they answer the phone. And gee, you get to, they get to stay at their home. I mean, it's just really a simple concept. <laughs> yeah, well, and why wouldn't uh, Goldman Sachs, uh, you know, if they they own the, you know, they bought the mortgage or they originated it, uh, and and it went into default, why don't they communicate with the borrower? They're not. I don't think they're. They're. They're two. Two reasons. One. They're not equipped to do it. They don't have a loss mitigation department or really want to engage their servicing their servicer to do it. And two, they're only buying it as a commodity anyway. It's just it's just a, you know we're we're all buying paper, but their paper is more inclined to say how how when where can I trade it versus how when well can I monetize it. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we are going to cut to our first commercial break, and our first viable trivia question is. The people of the world once set out to build a tower that would touch heaven. Because of this, God separated the human languages and scattered the human race. What was the name of this tower? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer wins that planning certificate, which, by the way, is worth $100 or more. Um, and uh, that is our trivia question. The people of the world once set out to build a tower that would reach, excuse me, that would touch heaven. Because of this, God separated the human languages and scattered the human race. What was the name of this tower? And I want to make a quick mention here for ITEX, which is a barter company. Uh, check them out, I-T-E-X. Uh, it's very, it's legal. You get 1099s, but it's a way to to buy uh, and sell merchandise without uh, and services without using cash. All right, stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest, Jay Tenenbaum from Scottsdale Mortgage Investments. Our first trivia question, the people of the world once set out to build a tower that would touch heaven. Because of this, God separated the human languages and scattered the human race. What was the name of this tower? Jay, what's, what's the answer to that? I have no clue. The Tower of Babel. Tower of Babel, there you Tower go. Of Babel, yeah, Not the Tower so of Babylon, Tower of Babel. Very cool. Tower of Babel, yes, very good. All right, so uh, Jay Tenenbaum from uh, Scottsdale Mortgage Investments, you're talking about how your company uh, basically is its own hedge fund and buys discounted mortgages from other hedge funds. Uh, do you work with banks directly also? Um, we've tried. Banks are a little, little more of a, of a harder animal to deal with. Um, okay. It's primarily... Um, you know, finding the right person you can talk to in a bank, and if you're, if you're able to do that, um, then what happens is, well, yeah, but I may have, I don't have anything right now, or have, I may have having something in, you know, three quarters hence. So really, our relationships, I've been really fortunate because our relationships are such where, 
were able to buy, I always call it a forward flow, meaning I could buy something from this hedge fund this month and go to the next month and go, what else do you got? Um, so it really keeps the deal flow moving. And um, and I understand a little bit about the space. Uh, it, I think also it's kind of difficult, uh, let's say, for a single individual. It says, wow, that sounds like a pretty good deal. I'll, I'll go to Bank of America and say, hi, I've got $100,000. What loans can I buy from you? Uh, uh, who are you? <laughs> Add a few more zeros true. and maybe we'll talk. <laughs> um, that, that's, that's true. But I got to tell you, from what I understand, um, you know, I got in this business, I said before, in 2013. Um, and it was still characterized somewhat as the wild, wild west. But those who've been in this business from, say, 2010, 2011, um, really call it the wild, wild west. And while they weren't calling, you know, we were talking to Bank of America necessarily, they were talking to, to lower-tier banks, uh, local credit unions, um, lower-tier you know, mom-and-pop type, type banks, um, who really at the time, had no idea what they had. They had a bunch of, you know, we're, we're in a bad economy. They had a ton of defaulted loans on their books. They had bank regulators breathing down their neck. They had to get rid of them somehow. They didn't know what to do with them. Um, so they started selling them. Um, I characterized it as, as they came to the party a little late. Um, and what I mean by that is um, they figured out what a bank's credit card department had been doing since the late 80s. What I mean by that is same kind of same kind of story, meaning credit cards, when they went into major default back in the late 80s, you know, they started, you know, referring them out to collection agencies and, and, and law firms to, to, you know, to recover. And that became costly and, uh, and, and, the, and the recovery rate was low. So finally they decided, you know what, let's sell it. And the, the, the market of buying debt, credit card type debt, on the secondary market became very prevalent in the, in the late, late 80s, right? <laughs> and so here, after the 2007, 2008 crash, you know, the bank, the, the loan side kind of got, got, you know, caught up in the same thing. You know, they were foreclosing on people right and left. They got bad press for that. But they started going, you know, let's go to the, to the courts and let's do mediations. And that was, that was unmanageable. And then guess what? They started selling their loans off. So it kind of followed suit with what the credit card side was doing all these years. Gotcha. And, you know, if they, and rather than hiring a bunch of people to try to do a lo their own loss mitigation, they could recoup capital and and not have to worry about loan loss reserve requirements and all that, and then play, take whatever the money that they got and put it back out on the streets, and they'd be uh, on good loans. So I, I can kind of true. And 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 with and with Fannie, you know, with Fannie, Freddie, guys like that, you know, there's a lot of times where because you're invoking the insurance clause, which is what Fannie and Freddie are, they got the banks themselves are made whole. So basically, the banks that are, that are you know they're selling it off, they're getting invoking their guarantee with Freddie and Fannie, right? Now the bank itself made whole, or at least made made whole enough to satisfy the regulators, and now it's Freddie and Fannie's problem to liquidate. And you know I think there's a stat that we 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 come across between 2016 and 2021, Freddie and Fannie sold off, or Freddie I think it was sold off 26,000 loans. Now, this year, they had high aspirations, and they were intending to sell off 26,000 loans 26, this year alone. They can't get out of their way, they didn't, and there hasn't been that many options. But the inventory is there. Huh. Okay. Uh, generally speaking, uh, what's the biggest discount that you'll see on a loan or on a portfolio? You know, again, the, the short answer, it all depends. I mean, in, yeah. when I first got to start, started this business, 
I was picking up stuff, 30 cents on the dollar. But the prototype was it was a, a loan in the Midwest, the Rust Belt. Um, maybe maybe the, the value of the house was 50 grand. Um, the loan balance on it was probably 80 grand. The house is worth of water. I'm picking them up for, you know, maybe $10,000, $15,000 max, right? Um, pricing is, is with the, you know, the, the economy appreciation, pricing goes up. House appreciation goes up, the value of those loans go up, right? There's more equity in the, in the, in the properties yeah. now. So your sellers want more, more you know, less of, it, less of a discount on what was owed to them. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, tell you what, we're going to go to our second commercial break here. All right. So far, you're 0 for 1. We'll see if you do better on this one. <laughs> I threw, a, threw a, 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 a monkey wrench into this. You weren't sure what kind of questions I was going to ask. All right, our second trivia question on the Bible. A very pious man was tormented by Satan who wanted to prove that this man only had faith because he had been rewarded for it. What was this man's name? Uh, basically, uh, whose patience is famous? Not, not patience like a surgeon, but patience like you got patience of a saint, right? All right. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with correct answer wins that tanning certificate. Again, a very pious man was tormented by Satan who wanted to prove that this man only had faith because he had been rewarded for it. What was the name of this man whose patience is famous? All right. Stay with us. The best of investing. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with my special guest, Jay Tannenbaum. Okay, our second trivia question on the Bible. A very pious man was tormented by Satan who wanted to prove that this man only had faith because he had been rewarded for it. What was the name of this man whose patience is famous? St. Patrick. St. Patrick. <laughs> no, Job. Okay. Faith, Job. Job. Okay. All right. I know I'm kind of kind of making these a little bit hard uh, here, but uh, oh, also want to make a mention here for the Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge. They are close to Heavenly and Kirkwood, um, and they have like 200 feet of beachfront property. So it's great in the summertime. And then in the wintertime, they have great skiing because they're really close to Heavenly and Kirkwood. Uh, check, the, check them out at the Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge. All right. Um, so, Jay, <laughs> excuse me. Um, so the whole idea is that you guys are buying discounted mortgages from uh, sellers of those mortgages. And most of the time, the mortgages are uh, a, a problem. Uh, they're non-performing. So, you know, if, if I'm the audience, the first thing I'm thinking is, you know, why would you buy an asset, uh, buy a loan that's in the tank? <laughs> well, it's, it's not in the tank. The borrower's in default for whatever reason. I mean... You know, and every borrower's got their story, and some of it's not like you know, dire or or you know, detrimental. I mean, some of it, you know, life happens to people, right? Um, yeah. And it's really the willingness of a borrower and what they want to do about correcting their situation. Um, yes, yeah, lo- loans have stories. Um, and granted, there's been some crazy stories that we've dealt with, but um, but for the most part, I mean, you could be buying. You know, we we bought in the course of our career. Um, reverse mortgages, right? For the borrower is deceased. Okay, well, you're not going to loan lot that. You can't talk to a dead person. At least, at least we don't have we don't have a uh, uh, say a, um, uh, a clairvoyant department. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, you know the heirs don't want the property, so those usually go off to auction again with with, with a ton of equity. They get paid off at auction. Um, but you know your traditional mortgages, 
they're, they, you know, they got behind for some other, for some reason. Um, you know, the borrowers that we were successfully able to keep in their homes have the desire to send them to stay in their homes. Um, and their situation, you know, probably has improved as they went in default since it came on our watch. Um, and we're able to work something out. I mean, we take kind of the, the approach to two, two type of approaches. And that is one, you know, we don't predispose, we don't prejudge, right? You may have been defaulted for three or four years before we bought the loan. You haven't been defaulted yet on our watch yet. So it's an open, open, open book, for, open slate for us, right? And yeah. two, you treat them with dignity and respect and yeah. we'll see what, it, you know, what good things happen. Okay. Because sometimes you'll get the borrowers to just start paying again, or I guess you could modify the loan. Correct. Okay. Or, mm-hmm. you know, we've gotten, you know, borrowers are now, over the last several months now, we've started to see, I guess you could, you could, you could in, 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 technically call it short sale, but really it's a matter of just asking us to take less than what we're owed. But I'm not sure, sure that the property is underwater that we need to short sale. It was just negotiated amount. And again, because of the discount that we bought it at, we were able to accommodate the borrower. Okay. Uh, why don't you tell us a couple of stories, you know, a couple of uh, good ones and bad ones. <laughs> uh, good stories. Well, um, for us, from a profit standpoint, we, you know, several months ago, just a few months ago, we accepted um, a short, what was really, again, a short sale. Um, we bought a loan for around two, what, a quarter or some sort. I don't remember what, what it was. Um, because there was, I think it was a question of which side of the street or which, which the, which, what the zip code was or something. So where our seller thought the property is worth about, you know, 275, 250, 300,000. Um, it turned out the property is probably worth over a million dollars. And it turned, and that made sense because our legal balance was well over a million dollars. And he, borrower ended up, you know, uh, negotiating, you know, um, obtaining a sale of the property. Um, and which we accepted again, a short, instead of being the, over a million dollars as much that we were owed, we agreed to accept $950,000 of which again, we were only, we only bought the loan for 235. So you can see there's a big, a big, big windfall. This was New York. Um, it wasn't with a set of challenges of getting things closed because New York has own, own, own bureaucracy of how to, you know, traditionally move stuff. Um, it wasn't a traditional title and all that kind of stuff. Um, Another story, kind of a much lesser scale, is um, my partner and I bought 21 seller finance loans from a hedge fund out of Dallas that I had done business with prior to Scottsdale for um, several years before. Um, and I like to tell you the story because this time, this this, this time of year, um, and we bought these 21 loans. Um, the hedge fund was liquidating. They've been liquidating since I started buying from them in 2015. But this was really the last of the last. And we bought the 21 loans for $85,000. And I made, you know, like 17 of them were occupied and I got practically all 17, please make one payment. Most of them were paying pretty consistent thereafter. And we were generating over five grand a month right off the rip on, on this stuff. And one of the assets was in some small town in West Virginia. And West Virginia, they're all small towns and God knows, you know, I, I, you know that's the place I want to be. Anyway, the guy, you know, was 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 making his payments to be continued. We got another commercial break. Yeah, I was going to say that uh, we've got uh, just a, a quick. Yeah, I want to. I want you to continue that. 
Uh, before we do, though, really quickly, how do people get a hold of you? Because I know that uh, people are going to have questions about uh, uh, these discounted mortgages. Sure. So our website is Scottsdale Mortgage Investments. We are Scottsdale Mortgage Investments, www.scottsdalemortgageinvestments.com. Okay. Um, you can sign up for trade desk and get asset access to our assets and things like that. Yeah, because you can actually have uh, people uh, sign up so that they could actually buy some of these from you. You bought it from someone else, they can buy them from you. All right, uh, third trivia question. Methuselah's father never died. At the age of 365, he, quote, walked with God. Who was this man? Uh, the first to be assumed into heaven. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer wins that tanning certificate. Uh, and stay with us. The best of investing will be right back. Welcome back to the best of investing. One more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Jay Tannenbaum of Scottsdale Mortgage Investments. Our third trivia question. Methuselah's father never died. At the age of 365, he, quote, walked with God. Which, By the way, 365 compared to uh, Methuselah, 969 and uh, I think 939 for Adam. That's uh, he was a, he was a young man. Uh so he basically never died. Uh, who was this man who was first to be, quote, assumed into heaven? That was Enoch. Enoch, there you go. One out of three, that'll get you in the Hall of Fame. Um, <laughs> that 333 for us baseball fans. Okay, uh, so Jay, you were talking about uh, uh, a small town in West Virginia and you had all these loans. Yeah, so this guy had a loan in West Virginia. He was paying sporadic. Um, you know, if he didn't have bad luck, he didn't have you know, no luck at all. Um, his wife was making the payments for a while and she died. She had leukemia and she ultimately died. Um, and then he got, you know, worked in the coal mines. He got hurt. He couldn't get Social Security. He couldn't get disability. He couldn't get unemployment. He just couldn't really get out of, you know, get, get a good break. One of these, one, about a year and a half ago, he did get access to mortgage relief in West Virginia. And actually, they wrote us a check for about $4,500, which really got us current up to that point. And then I made a deal with him. You know, he only had to pay $100 a month. Because I, already, I was already, we bought these loans. We had 21 houses for $85,000. I probably bought this loan for two hundred thousand dollars to begin with, so the forty three hundred forty five hundred dollars that we got pretty much cured. Uh, or we're in the black, right? Yeah. But you know, he couldn't even make the hundred dollars a month anymore, and you know, he yeah, he couldn't even keep the gas and the lights on in his house, and he had kids and everything else. So I decided last Christmas time, um, I was having lunch with um, one of our junior partner asset uh, our RIO manager Stephen Tucker, and I said, Stephen, you know kind of education experience. I said, I'm going to make a phone call while we're at lunch, and um, uh, I'm, I'm going to, the, end, the guy on the end of the phone, is, I, I guarantee you, is going to cry. Now, you want to ask, well, how did I know this guy's going to cry? Was I going to, like, you know, whack him over the head, pay or die? No. I told you before. <laughs> we treat people with, we treat borrowers with dignity and respect, right? Yeah. So, basically, I told this guy, I mean, Anthony Parker is his name. I said, Anthony, you know, look, um, I've got a Christmas present for you. Um, you know, I'm just going to deed you the house. So basically, we, we wiped off whatever whatever debt was owed. We were already in the black on this loan. We were already in black on the portfolio. I just deeded the property back to him, and sure enough, he bawled like a baby. <laughs> what? Uh, how much was how, how much uh, was owed to you at that point, though? Uh, four, five, six thousand dollars, maybe. I don't remember. Gotcha, gotcha. Not okay. very much. Yeah, yeah. Well, what was the house worth? Estimate. Probably that. 
I don't know. I mean, probably that. Apparently, apparently, it was a duplex sort of. He lived next door to his parents. His parents were not in default, but they weren't interested in helping him out. Um, yeah. So I don't think his house was maintained very well. Again, he really he couldn't get disability. He couldn't work. He couldn't get disability. He couldn't get Social Security. He couldn't get workers' comp. He tried, tried dutifully, and he had kids. And, and you know, he was, was a widower. So you know, it was what else am I going to do, right? I don't want to foreclose. I want the house. Uh, that's uh, it was very nice of you, you know. I mean, uh, that was that was a very nice Christmas present to him. He's probably never been given a forty five hundred dollar or more Christmas present before. That's for sure, and I and I've done that in, in the in the past, of, you know, from, from time to time. It just it gets to a point where you don't want to foreclose. You really no point in it. You don't want the house back. Um, you've made you've made your money, you know, either on the portfolio itself or that asset itself, and it's just the, the right thing to do. Yeah. Also, if he, if he wanted to drag this thing out, it would have been more more of a headache for you than anything. You know, if if, if he true. was going to do that, so yeah, he probably wouldn't do that on a million dollar mortgage, but on a forty five hundred dollar mortgage, I could I could see. No, I could a, million, see. a million dollar mortgage, we we sub nine hundred fifty two thousand dollars and make seven hundred thousand dollars instead. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just amazing how you can uh, uh, do. So, what uh, when you're buying these loans? Uh, Generally, what? How much of a discount are you looking for off of the uh, amount that's owed on the house? Well, again, market conditions have, have changed over, over the course of time. I mean, you know, the example I gave you in 2013, you were buying as a percentage discount off the value because the the unpaid principal balance was higher. Uh, now yeah. with equity, you're buying more off of what is legal balance, what is to, to, you know what is owed. Now, let me kind of uh, tell you listeners what the difference. So basically, let's say you have a $100,000 mortgage, you pay on it for five years, and you default. And every time you make a payment, a portion of the payment goes to interest, a portion of the payment goes to principal reduction. Let's say the principal reduction is down to $95,000, and you stop making payments. That is your young paid principal balance, UPB is what we call it, right? That, doesn't, that, that figure does not change over the course of the default, of the delinquency, right? But what gets added to it is two, two we call it the um, legal balance, is the total amount that's owed, including the, the unpaid principal balance. And that legal balance can consist of two components. One is the arrearages, technically anything that accrues over the course of time that you as the lender didn't have to come up out of pocket. Accrued yep. interest, um, uh, late fees, um, you know, pass through interest, et cetera. Now the second part is called corporate advances. That is what the lender has the obligation to pay over the course of delinquency. Legal fees if you're going to foreclosure, insurance because you're going to protect your mortgage interest on the property, um, yep. servicing because loans are always serviced by a third party servicer, um, any property preservation probably happens to be vacant, whatever, and that gets added to dollars too. Real estate so, taxes too. Um, <clears throat> real estate taxes, yes. Anything that the lender has to come up out of pocket is recoverable. So, you know, your $95,000 uh, unpaid principal balance by the time you go to foreclosure sale. Two years later, it could be $125,000. Yeah. Potentially, right? And so when we're looking at these loans, granted, you know, let's say loans are in your delinquent. So the, un, the legal balance at the time we're buying a loan is, say, 105 We're buying a percentage of 105 mostly in this market, right? Instead of the unpaid principal balance, we're buying up a percentage of 105 In this market, yeah. we're probably around $0.70 cents of, that, of that number. With the idea that the property is worth, Let's say two hundred thousand dollars. The idea is, you go to auction at some point, 
and you're going to your your bid that you set as the lender is going to be that 1 105 125 whatever it is and yeah. you know that it, you're in your you know by by your experience that who attends the third party auctions right who you know all the gurus out there saying go buy go buy property at, at at the you know the sheriff's auctions that happen on the courthouse steps all over the country well that's an investor who's either you know wanting to buy a property to keep the rental or want to buy a property to flip it well if it's exactly. you know worth two hundred thousand dollars and it's let's say it needs minimal repairs, he's gonna buy it for hundred twenty five thousand dollars in auction. Gotcha. All right, Jace, stay with us. The best investing will be right back with some closing comments. Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Jay Tenenbaum of Scottsdale Mortgage Investments. So, Jay, uh, what can an, uh, an an investor expect? if they were interested in signing up on your trade desk to uh, purchase some of these loans themselves, and how do you guide them through that? So our trade desk is set up for the retail buyer. Like I said, um, as I mentioned earlier, um, you know, if we're buying from hedge funds that have been, you know, trickled down from Goldman, whatever, but we provide our trade desk is for the retail investor, um, guy can go with one loan or, or so. Um, and, you know, we've got make the assets available um, from our trade desk. You sign up for a trade desk, you get notification of everything that we have for available. Um, we provide all the diligence that we used when we made, when we made the initial purchase. Um, and just basically, um, you know, guide you through, you know, that should, you know, allow you to make a decision on whether to buy the loan or not. If you, require, um, if you're a novice at this, it requires you know, a little more education on what note investing is. All, um, we have a referral partner that we can provide that does a great job. Um, note Academy, I think it's called uh, Patrick Franz, one of our colleagues, um, that um, does a great job of training in that regard. Um, so you, you know, get a, you know, you, you know, understand what you're, what you're buying. Um, but again, this is buying something. If you're, if I'm a note, what, if I want, if I'm not experienced in note investing, um, the, the rules of engagement are pretty much um, you're going to buy something, you're going to buy an asset, but you're buying paper, you're not buying the house. I mean, they own the house, you know. Um, yeah. So you're buying paper, you're buying them at, you know, regardless of the, of the market conditions in the economy, um, it's not a buyer or seller's market. Like I said, pricing has gone up a little bit, but only because, you know, the value of the houses have gone up a little bit. Um, but not, but you're still getting a discount because that's just the nature of, of, the, of, the, of the marketplace. Yeah. Um, and you're probably getting real estate as the paper part portion of real estate at a bigger discount than you're getting, you know, the courthouse steps or, or anything else or any place you ever want to invest in real estate, apartment complex, et cetera, like that. Um, it's not for the faint of heart. This doesn't, you know, you don't just, you know, snap your fingers and poof, get paid off at auction. It's not difficult because we, you know, outsource a lot of what we do. We don't do internally as far as our attorneys and going to foreclosure. Um, so, it, it, you know, with the right guidance, but you have to be patient because sometimes while we bought loans and got paid off in five minutes, we also got loans that are still on our books for the last three years. This is what it is. Um, you have to be patient with, with, with not performing for three years. You're sitting there waiting and, and you don't get paid for three years. Yeah, certain states, you yeah. know, the process takes longer. The borrower could, could contest a little greater. I mean, at the end of the day, you're still the bank. You're still what we what we buy is first position mortgages. We're still the the bank. We're still first position. We're gonna prevail. Ultimately, we can't predict time. Yeah. And you know, as 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 as, as Edward has been using the trivia question in the biblical sense, yeah. time is for you know, it, 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 time, time is rewarded for those who are patient. 
<laughs> it was good to bring the trivia questions back into reality on on here. Yeah, so we appreciate that. So uh, it, it's really cool because uh, you know we've had a bunch of guests on on the show, uh, but we I don't think we've had too many people on who talk about buying discounted mortgages. So uh, it's it's really good to to have you on, Jay, and uh, really appreciate uh, you coming on and educating us about uh, the. Uh, your trade desk where people can sign up and potentially uh, take a look at what you've got to sell um, so they can make their own profit on it. Uh, again, why don't you give that, that information one more time? Sure. So our website is www.scottsdalemortgageinvestments.com. Um, also, uh, as Edward um, manages Fairville Hedge Fund, you know, we work with Edward on the, on the capital raising side. So, again, if you want to get into note investing, but you don't do it yourself, which is perfectly acceptable, there are opportunities to, uh, to um, you know, invest in the, in the opportunities that we, that we have available. And that's what we use with our uh, Southwest uh, Note Fund, where we've uh, had a good relationship with. All right, you ready for our thoughts for the day? Here we go. What's the difference between the Christmas alphabet and the regular alphabet? The Christmas alphabet has no L. And did you hear about the man who stole an advent calendar? He got 25 days. All right, tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.